right, welcome back to another episode of the Blueprints Broadcast. My name is Jay Cruz. I'm Austin Togar. I think I've done a lot of dumb stuff in my life. You too. I've had a lot more time, so I got a lot more dumb stuff. Yeah. But we're going to talk about stupid stuff that we've done. Either as a kid or as an adult, I guess. I mean, I think the kid ones are more funny. Because those adult ones are fresh. <laughs> <laughs> they hurt still. They're yeah. still they're still new. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the time that I cut that tree down in the backyard? Yeah, when you had uh, your friends over? We had who'd you have over? You had Mark? Uh, no, it was Brian Bennett. Brian Bennett? Okay. Yeah, he was at the house. So Ryan, <clears throat> who's the brother younger than me, just younger than me, he had people from high school over for some like school project and i'm not sure why brian and i decided to cut this tree down but the tree was like sort of ish closest to the house and i think you were oh, i was watching you and you were out there no 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 no. i was in mom and dad's room you were there though yeah i was in mom and dad's room i was watching okay I was like, so that was probably the worst spot to be too yeah so he he's upstairs and this tree if you look at it it's like there's this hillside and the tree's on the hillside. So if a tree is on a hillside, it's actually taller than it looks because you're next to it, but the the, the span of it's a lot longer. So I'm not sure why I cut it down. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to clear this tree out because it needs to be cleared. I, I, I'm not sure why I was doing it. I'm pretty sure Dad mentioned you wanted the trees cut down at some point. Yeah. So I thought, no, I, I honestly don't remember exactly why. That might have been it. But I had, it was leaning just a little bit like... In the wrong direction. So I, I may not be an experienced um, lumberjack. Think, okay, hey, Brian, how about you tie this rope around your waist? And uh, we'll, we'll scoot the rope up a little bit high up on the tree. And then you just lean back. And when I cut this, um, your weight will, will help fell it the correct, the correct direction. So he's there with the rope tied around. I don't think he tied it around his waist. He just looped it around his waist. Luckily, just looped it. Yeah. And I'm here cutting this tree down with an axe. So it's just like, ch, ch. and it gets closer and closer. Then it starts like creaking. And then it starts like falling the wrong direction towards the house. And Brian's like being dragged by the tree. These are eucalyptus trees, guys. So like they're super heavy. Uh, and very tall. Yeah, very tall. And so the rope's like scooted up maybe 20 feet up the, up the trunk of the tree. And he's like trying to pull it and it starts dragging him. I told him, I'll let it go, let it go. And he lets it go. <laughs> And the tree just falls slow motion. The, so the people are, uh, Ryan's group, of uh, they're doing a school project. Are down like just below or kind of in the area where the tree is at, going to fall. Yeah. And then you're in the upstairs room. And the tree falls and it hits the corner of the house, the same room that you're in. And it didn't, luckily, it was just like the branches. It wasn't like the trunk. It was the very end of the tree. It yeah. still came at a super high speed. But it hit the um, the corner. And this was like five o'clock like my parents were about to come home and i'm like oh no i gotta i gotta get rid of the evidence you always gotta try and get rid of the evidence so i ran in the house i got the chainsaw man i've never cut up a tree faster than i've ever cut that tree up it probably took five minutes cut the entire tree up threw it over the fence you couldn't see it um i don't know what i was thinking because like the house like it's bent like the the corner the the reason why i think that i did it like cut the tree up afterwards was because if you don't see like the potential damage, if you don't see what did it, if you don't see like the thing that caused the damage or like 
you know, the full scene, you're like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. But I just was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to get in trouble for this. So I do it, everything I could. And, um, I, that was, I think that was one of the mistakes I didn't have to actually pay for. I didn't pay for that one. Yeah. With financially. Yeah. No, that kind of reminds I don't want to bring it up because he's not here right now, but that reminds me of another one. Like Ruben's big mistake. Dude, that one cracks me up the most. Oh, Ruben did one? What yeah. did he do? The one it's not had, ours, but it's Ruben's. Ruben, I'm sorry, but he's about to divulge something. Now, when he had, I remember late one night he was playing the guitar on, on his car. Oh, <laughs> no, this one. Yeah. He was in the Matrix. I don't know what happened, but he took it off park and then left it in neutral. So, like, I don't know. He came back inside like 11 o'clock at night, and I was already asleep. I mean, I'm like, what am I saying? Eight, eight years old, ten years old, right around that that age. I think I'm early middle school, like late elementary. But uh, but my my bedroom is like basically in the windows are pointed towards where that car is and where it's gonna go. So we live on top of a big hill, at least what 150 feet up. From, oh, from, at from least at least 150. Yeah, yeah. So 150, 200 maybe. And uh, so I guess he went inside, was like putting the guitar back, and then like. All, all we hear is just like this huge loud crash that's it but but everyone's like what, what happened what happened and then ruben's like screaming no 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then come to find out his car uh, rolled down the hill and then like me like some weird veer lines all the way down there destroying like the neighbor's plants and everything and then right into what what is it an oak tree was that an oak tree there uh no it just rolled it, it, somehow it rolled down so we have a, a parallel uh, driveway to the next door neighbors and it went down ours like, like maybe like 20, 30 feet and then turned right into their driveway, went all the way down their driveway, hit the bottom, which is a perpendicular road, turned down the road and then turned back up the hill and hit like a, a tree somehow. Like it turned, it went right then down and left and turned up back up weird. into the house or not the house but into a tree what, what so. kind of tree was that though it was thick it was oak tree it was oak tree okay yeah, yeah. it's oak tree down there i yeah. i don't understand what happened though like he was he like playing guitar in inside of his yes yeah i don't know i don't know that part i forget i forget what happened there but that just uh, i think of like mistakes we've all made i think that's like one of the funniest he thinks it's funny <laughs> that's how i'm like that's the one that just sticks in mind i'm like man there's nothing i mean you know, eucalyptus trees around our house. It's not really anyone's fault, but one smashed my truck when I had it. Yeah, what's but up like, with eucalyptus trees and cars at that house? I don't know. Like, every time it's just something. Yeah, he had got a brand new uh, Toyota Tacoma. You had it for, like, a couple months, maybe, like, six months. Something no, like no, that. no, I had that for a while. You had it for a while? I had it for at least two years. Oh, okay. And then, oh, then there's I, had, I went down to San Diego with that, and I moved oh, back yeah. up at one point. Yeah, so there's a storm overnight, and uh, one of the eucalyptus. It was the biggest storm on the Monterey Coast for yeah. a while. When Euclid completely smashed and almost basically smashed his truck in half because yeah. it was um, so total. Heavy. Yeah. I I was watching that storm too. I was like, I can move the truck. I should move it. I should probably move it. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's kind of like you try to move it, a tree is going to fall down on you. Because <laughs> like one, one tree already fell down and it's like, there's going to be more. There's definitely going to be more. Yeah. That's crazy. But I think it's the thing about eucalyptus trees, like the roots don't grow deep. Yeah, so like they're bound to fall over eventually. Uh, it wasn't necessarily dumb that we did. I guess it was dumb, but in the seaside house we had this uh, fort, 
in the backyard. See, you were, actually you were too young. See, I was probably too young. I was probably yeah, one years old, man. Yeah, you were, no, because we left the house that house before you you were even one. Like you didn't even you barely made. That's it. what I'm saying. Like I was like, so it was four. this. Um, it was a clubhouse in the backyard, and it the roof came to like a flat. It was only like a a, a one and a half foot flat top, and then the sides came down like like a normal like gingerbread house. So imagine a gingerbread house, but then the top is flattened out about a foot and a half wide. Well, we were like babysitting, not babysitting. One of our friends came over for the summer. So my parents were babysitting him, but we would play with him and hang out with him. And somebody put a piece of plywood on the top. So the piece of plywood was only halfway on the top and then the other half hung off. And we were on the top, we were playing. And so somebody was sitting on it in the middle and then he was on the backside of it. So he was technically, he was lighter and he was hanging off of the clubhouse mm. and the board was like this. And then I don't remember which one of us was on it, but one of us stepped off and he just straight slid no. straight down the back of the clubhouse. He was okay. Like he was fine because the, 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 the sloped part was kind of closer to the ground. Yeah. But he just took a sled on a piece of plywood all the way off the edge and like just crashed down the what ground. could have been, man. Oh, he could have, he could have got super hurt. Yeah, luckily he he made out on that. You know, I got a few. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I remember uh, my mom. She told me to, I think, like shovel some dirt or something, clean up the garden, something like that. But then Ryan Ryan was there, and he had a stick. And I remember like I found this metal pipe, <laughs> and like I had hammered it, and I was making a sword out of it at one time. I was like, this is a perfect perfect pipe for a sword so i was like hammering it and all that stuff just not paying attention doing whatever i needed to do and i was like this is really cool like spray painted it black let it sit for a little bit went back to the gardening for a little bit like you know didn't do much about it but wait till that dried off i was like look at this and i showed ryan and then he's like all right let's see how sturdy that is and then we got into a fight so he had to stick and then oh, i had gosh. the metal pipe <laughs> Just imagine like a 10 year old just coming at you swinging that pipe as hard as he can. <laughs> and eventually like Ryan's like, hey, hey, stop. He's like holding the, the stick, like blocking it. And then I, I, I smashed the stick in half. And I remember like this big chunk, like this splinter went off into his forehead. No. Yeah. And then like he had this big imprint in there. And my mom's, <laughs> mom's like, hey, get in the house right now. <laughs> she saw it? Yeah, she saw it. And then, uh, and then she bent me over and started spanking me. She's like, "You know why you're getting this?" <laughs> and I was like, "Because I hurt, right?" It's like, like she's like, "Nope, because you didn't do what I told you to do." <laughs> After that, being like, "Oh uh, man," I thought I thought you were about to say um, that pipe was like one of her gardening like things. Oh no, no! And then you flattened it out, you broke it, and that's why she was spanking you. <laughs> it was just one of those pipes that were you know sitting behind that fence where the. Uh, where you you know mom, mom and dad used to park their cars at the very edge of the driveway, uh -huh. and then there's that small fence behind it. There's that little between the hill and that fence. There's like all these different pipes behind yeah. there, pipes and wooden sticks. I, was, I found one of those. Oh, that uh, pipe was uh, it's part of the swing old swing set. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's part of the old swing set. I, I, I cherished that thing, and then it started to rust, and I was like, "What's happening?" That was I love that thing. Man, we did uh, at that house. We again, this was like you you were just born. And we had just moved into that house and there's a hill on the bottom and we all made these um it's like a go-kart and it was just two cross pieces so 
two two axles with like lawnmower wheels onto the sides and then one like fence um one fence post in between and then there's just like one screw in the front and you turn it with like a like a rope like a rope was holding the both sides so you turn it yeah. and um you know this is the first time we're, we're okay so we were eight people we grew up in like a 900 square foot home we moved to a 2400 2700 square foot home with three acres of land and now this is like our playground mm-hmm. so we're over here with this go-kart rolling down this this hill and uh, we don't judge how fast the hill is going to take us and i think allison and stacia our old two older sisters they were on it and it, there's no way to stop it and they rolled off and like completely like scraped their knees like like their entire knees and shins like the first like week we were there and got hurt but we used to do um remember those uh i remember someone taking the bike down there full speed i'd never do that down that hill it's probably ruben i tried to do the skateboard and i was like no i'll bomb that hill there's no way no way that's scary we used to uh, there's this little tonka trunk it was like a uh, dump truck and we used to sit in the back of that and we would roll down the dirt the dirt hills on that thing but that that house was it it was cool man we did a bunch of yeah if you were a kid like that was before phones and everything cell phones and all that like but if you were a kid now didn't have any of that man you'd have a blast at that place a lot of ticks though a lot of ticks a lot of oh yeah a lot of flies ticks and the whole right side was poison oak yeah with the hillside dude we when i first got into paintball we had a a friend that had two paintball guns and the only thing that we had was i I bought these blow darts so it's blow darts that shoot paintball guns and us thinking okay hey this would be a good idea so one of us will be have a paintball gun the other one have paintball gun and the other person on the team will have a blow dart. The other person will have a blow dart. So if you know anything about paintball guns, man, they shoot. This is when they first came out. Yeah. So it wasn't like they were like super crazy like they are today. It was pump pump action. So you pump it once and you shoot it. Well, we go out and the person that has the blow dart <laughs> gun has no chance at all. So it's really just one person with two targets is really what it is. Yeah. So our friend, his name is Piffer. It's short for Christopher. Uh, he's off in the woods and I, I have the gun and I shoot him and I he had he like, like put his head up to look some certain way and I shot him right in the throat <laughs> <laughs> with a paintball gun man I don't think he ever came over and play paintball ever again I don't think his parents let him come over hey, but man I think it's probably a small one. Oh yeah that hurts. yeah oh well luckily they weren't uh at that time they weren't really fast shooting yeah but he still got pegged right in the throat and he, you could hear him just choking just it's like laying on the ground but honestly, anything I I feel like the fingers are the worst to get hit. Like, oh. I don't mind anything else. I'll welt whatever. But like fingers, I hate that man. I'm shooting. I'm like ah. Yeah, I've gotten shot in the knuckles. I hate and, that. And my whole hand, my whole knuckle just bust open. I hate that man. I remember those cool little fits you guys put together, little camel fits. Oh yeah, yeah those are cool. Yeah, I had to make. What, what, did you ever play with us? Or are you too young? No. Yeah, right. Dad wouldn't let me play with you guys. There's oh. No way. I was like. Still elementary school, I think. Uh, Remember you guys had that uh, tree house up there too? Where I used that. Oh, multiple tree houses. Yeah. So our whole backyard, the whole backyard area was like an acre and a half. And the front yard <clears throat> was like two acres. But we would play paintball in the back. And my brothers and I, when nobody else was there, we would make like different like forts and like um, sniper's nests and different things like that back there. So when everybody would come over, because we'd have like it was like a 10 on 10 paintball war when we'd have them all over like we would hide in places that they didn't they couldn't see so it was like like vietnam basically 
And um, so I would be up in this sniper's nest, like shooting them all from above, and they don't they don't know where I'm, they're they're getting shot from. Uh, and while I was up there, um, on the end of the branch, like I was trying to be quiet, then all of a sudden, like I hear this hissing. I'm like, what is that noise? Like what's going on? And um, started crawling across the branch was this possum, and it was crawling towards me. It's like I ah, what do I do? So I just start just. <laughs> shooting the shooting it till it fell off the tree and i was like hey guys watch out there's a possum on the ground but and that was scary man because i was because i was laying down in the in the in the nest yeah so that nobody could see me and then i hear it, it's like above my head I'm like what is that and then uh, yeah it was about to get some rabies yeah it was, that, was, that was scary man it was dumb but sometimes my uh you know your mask would fog because you're running around and yeah. breathing all hard i didn't realize there's barbed wire up there yeah. And I was running full speed and ran like just straight into both thighs, got uh, a barb right into the thigh. But I had so much adrenaline. I was like, ah, that hurt. I didn't check on it. So after we off. were done. Yeah. Just ran it off. Probably like the worst place for like any sort of disease. <laughs> like, oh yeah. They were, they were full on rusty. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't care, man. I was in, I was in high school. Didn't Mom's matter. nurse. Take care of yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> Mom, take care of it. <laughs> I remember uh, middle school. And just like any other kid, I had an overreactive imagination. <laughs> so like, like I, I like to write. I'd write all these stories. I had a journal. I probably still have them. A bunch of them in this box at the uh, apartment. Just have a bunch of random stories I'll write in there. And like, I liked anime. I liked video games. You know, with a kid in overactive imagination with watching anime and playing video games, you're bound to come up with some cool stories. <laughs> but I remember uh, I wrote this one. It was about the end times. <laughs> And then I, I wrote some things in there that were like current events, <laughs> but I dated it like a, like a seven days prior to them. <laughs> so, so like I was saying like these things are going to happen and then I'm going to do this and that. And I had this giant sword and I'm going to kill this person, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, I remember I showed my, my friend Sean Bay, Sean Bay Wright. Uh, and he was like, no way, man. We got to show everyone. We, we, we have to let them know these things are happening. <laughs> and then I was like, no, no, you can't tell anybody. This is only for you. <laughs> I don't remember if I was messing with him or not, but I just remember I was just like, I was pretty serious about it. <laughs> so all you did was write like stuff down, but then you just predated it. Yeah. And he thought the date was like legit. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So That's I, awesome. I just remember I'd, I never thought I'd look back at that and be like, That's pretty funny. I was like, I took it too seriously back then. Dude, I remember I there's this girl that I liked. It was like in third grade. And uh, I wrote this letter to her from another guy because I was trying to figure out whether or not she liked him because I liked her. Man, I got in so much trouble. I don't know how they <laughs> I don't know how they got back to me that I was the one who wrote it. Maybe they they recognized the handwriting because I had good handwriting as a kid. Yeah. It's like I didn't have like little like, you know, a third grade handwriting. I had like grown up handwriting at that time. And they were like, oh, this has to be Jay. And I got, I think I got suspended or something like that for like. For saying you like someone? I, I don't even remember. You know, when you when you write on them and then you put like, uh, do you like me? Yes or no. Check the box. And then it was like, like all, like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you folded a certain way. So it was like all cool. That was, that was third grade, man. I did dumb stuff, man. And I suspended a third grader for that. <laughs> oh, no. You know what happened in third grade that was dumb? <laughs> so i don't know whether people are familiar with fireball the candy you ever seen one of those yeah, fireball yeah. cinnamon kind of hot you like them i like them well that's okay. probably because dad likes them he usually like dad uh, candies dad like 
Well, apparently my friends liked them too at church, at, at, at school. And um, Stacia and I, we used to go to the uh, Quick Mart and buy a bunch of candy. And I used to bring him to school. Like Miles Market Quick Mart? Uh, I think, no, not Miles Market. That was too far away. It was a Quickie Mart that was, uh, was on Broadway. It was closer than Miles Market. Yeah. And uh, so there's one kid. His name is Jeremy. He's like, hey, can I, can I get can I get some? And I was like, yeah. I was like, but you gotta you gotta buy it off me. I'm not gonna just give them to you for free. He's like, okay, yeah, um, I'll buy it off you. I said, all right, well, they're they're quarter quarter each. He's like, okay, I'll give you a quarter on Friday or whatever. So I give him one, and then um, Friday comes along. He doesn't give me the money, and I'm like, hey, bro, like, what the heck? <laughs> like, where, where's where's my money at? He's like, oh, I'll give it to you next week. Next week, I have more fireballs. He's like, hey, I get another one. I'll, I pay you 50 cents on Friday because I you know, I get my allowance. I give you 50 cents. I was like, all right, man. I, I, I believe you're good for it. So I gave him another one. This goes on for like three weeks. I'm the sucker <laughs> because I'm the one who keeps giving it to him. Yeah. So by that time, he had racked up four fireballs. He owed me a dollar. And then I was like, dude, you're taking too long to give me this money. So like every week that goes by, you're going to give me another quarter on top of <laughs> what you owe me. <laughs> so basically, I was... I mean, I don't know whether you call that extortion, but yeah. um, like, anyways, he never paid me. And uh, weeks go by and we're kind of like not talking. And uh, mind you, this is third grade and uh, we're just talking third grade trash to each other. Yeah. There's this one day he's hanging out with all of his friends and I'm hanging out with all my friends. Or not my friend, all my friends. I only had two friends. I had, uh, his name was uh, Landon Buck. He's like the, the biggest white kid um, in the school. And then the one the one uh, just the one black kid and uh dang what was his name i think it was antoine something yeah anyway so we we it's just us two against all of the other boys in the school because he's friends with all them well he brings his legos to school and they're in his fanny pack and he has like you know his little things that he's made and they're in his fanny pack and he was like talking some trash to me and um, i was really into like martial arts and all that stuff at the time and i was you know i was throwing kicks and punches and i thought i was like you know bruce lee and he's standing next to the sandbox, and I know he has all those Legos in there. And I'm running at him from the, the asphalt towards the sandbox. Mm. And I jump, like we were arguing, but I jumped, flying kicked him, and I kicked him right inside of the in the fanny pack, and it <laughs> broke off his Legos, and he landed in the sand. <laughs> all the boys started like running after me and my friends, and you know, you know, then then that was over. They didn't catch us. So the next day comes. We're arguing about something. We're playing baseball at PE. Mm. And uh uh, they're out and I'm trying to get the bat and he grabs the bat from this, from the other guy that's, that's out and like pulls it away from yanks it and he hits me in the head with it. And I get so upset. Cause I'm like, dude, you already, you're, you're already not paying me my money. And now you hit me in the head with the bat. And I just, wham, I like, I, I punched him right in the stomach one time. And, um, if you ever watch, uh, if you ever play street fighter M bison character, when he punches and he does that punch like this and his hand catches on fire when he punches, that's what it felt like. Anyways, he's crying and I'm like, yeah, that's what you get. And I, and I go sit down like, you know, I'm not over here trying to beat him up. I just punched him because he hit me in the head with a bat. And I go sit down on the bench and then, uh, you know, he goes to the, the nurse's office. So now the next day um, I go to the principal's office and um, they're trying to get the whole story of what happened and all these things. And so I'm telling hey, them. Is this at Monterey Bay Christian or King? Foothill. 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 Okay. Third grade, man. So they tell me. They asked me, you know, hey, what's going, what's going on? Because all for all they know is I just punched him. That's it. So now 
me, I'm just like, I tell them all this extra story of like, oh, I gave him some fireballs. He didn't pay for me, blah, 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 all these, all these things. And they're like, wait, what? So they're like, okay, you're going to get suspended because one, you, you punched him and he had to go on a liquid diet for a week. Like all he could do is <laughs> drink liquids for a week. See all that martial arts paying off. And then, uh, he, uh, and then they said, oh, in your, your, you're also getting exp- suspended for extortion or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even understand what this is. Like, what is, I don't, he just, I gave him fireballs. We had to deal. He didn't give it to me. And like, I, I need his money, you know? Yeah, you need a crew of guys to go get your money for you. Yeah, basically, I need someone to hit his kneecaps with a wiffle bat. You, that way you don't get in trouble. Yeah, so I got suspended. And dad was like, no, you're not staying home. You are not, you're, you're, you're not going to just be suspended, stay home and get, and get rewarded for doing that. So he brought me uh, to work with him. And um, I had to handle like tools for the entire day. And I went home and my hands were like completely callous and bleeding and stuff. Cause I had to like deal with a rake, but yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty stupid. But I mean, I didn't ask third grade. I mean, you do stupid stuff like that. Yeah, we did. I mean, we would fight all the time. Like, like between brothers and just like, well, you guys would pick on me and use your new karate moves on me, whatever it is. I remember, I remember hiding under the table one time. <laughs> from you guys I was like I gotta get out of here <laughs> dude I remember when we used to pick on you all the time and then dad would yell at us like is that you do you do you think that's funny do you like that do you like picking on him he's a little kid do you like picking on him and I was like yeah it's fun like when when parents ask that it is fun for the bigger kid to like just pester that's I think that's the job though yeah you guys picked on me because I was fat <laughs> No, I didn't. I, I picked yeah, up. Yeah, right, bro. You guys would be like, grab my fat. <laughs> no, that was Ryan Rubin, man. I did, I never did that. I made fun of Rubin because he was he was fat, but I never made fun <laughs> of you because he was fat. In the backyard, we made that one big fort. And uh, we had a bunch of youth kids over one day. The Punda House? The Punda House. Where did, where'd you make it at? It was like New Year's. It was that cluster of trees that was right in the back, in the center. Anyways, I made okay, a yeah. I made a two story fort. So the bottom was all it was pretty cool. In the bottom, I we made it all with eucalyptus uh, branches and stuff. But the top, you could get. We had these huge swings in the in the eucalyptus. Mm-hmm. They were probably like thirty feet long ropes. And what we would do is we would get on it, go up to the bring it or swing it around to the side of the fort, and we'd jump off the side of the fort and and, and swing out. So the fort's like maybe eight, 10 feet off the ground. And yeah. then we would get on it and jump off. I don't remember which one of us was first to do it. I think it was Ryan. Cause Ryan's always like the, the daredevil, like do crazy things. Yeah. But I think he was the first one to jump off of it and swing out. And it was really fun. But <clears throat> this girl, it was new year's. Her name was Josie. Um, she gets out and she tried. So it's a, it's a rope with a, that's definitely the scariest swing you guys made. That's at, at it's furthest point. Off the ground, I think that's 50 feet. Oh, at least. That's, that's scary, man. Yeah. I didn't even realize that when I was swinging on that. I was like, this is kind of dumb. I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah, right and now. if that rope would have snapped when you did that, no, you the hillside did. only goes further down. Yeah. So you're just... Not even that. You'd at what, you would fling far enough to where you're on the concrete. Yeah, you would swing yeah. so far that as the further out you went, the further the drop becomes. <clears throat> Anyways, she's on it. So it's just one rope. That rope could have snapped at any time. I don't even know why we were doing it. Was it was thick, but... I don't know. One rope with a with a, a hole drilled throughout through like a two by four. And then there's a knot on the other side. And you had to jump and get your legs around this the rope and on top of that, that seat. Like you have to have some coordination. Yeah. So this girl didn't have barely any coordination. So she went and jumped 
and tried to get her le legs on it. She couldn't. So her legs didn't make it, but she held onto it with her hands. <laughs> and then she, she just got dragged down the hill. Man. Uh, but I remember trying to play on that. We had that my sixth grade birthday at the house. And when we tried to get on that thing, and then I don't, know who, I, don't I don't remember who it was, but yeah, they just fell off the swing when they tried to get on it. Oh. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> We're like, ah, oh, let's go, guys. <laughs> and one person takes a beating, we leave. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's funny because I think that that house is what caused us to get in a lot of trouble because there's a lot of ways you could get in trouble. Yeah. But I think it doesn't matter where we were at. I think we would have done the same stuff. Yeah, but there's, there's just so much land on there. You still had the landing um, on the right side of the driveway when you're leaving. You still had that part. Mom didn't even build uh, her plants over there yet. So you had that all, that was all flat land over there. And then, yeah, the backyard, the side of the yard. And then definitely the, the big drop-off hill hmm. down below. Plus the barn. Yeah, there's a lot storage of storage house, whatever you want to call it. I find it um, un not believable that you don't have anything dumber that you've ever done. Nah, man. Nah, man. Every time I financially, you know, I remember <clears throat> this is the funniest thing. Like when I started working, it, it was so new to me that um, that's when I started. That's when I moved out. I decided to move out like that later half of the year. Was after no, I was a year and a half working at Starbucks, and uh, I had no concept of money then because you know rents paid for, foods paid for, parents paying for everything. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm good. I can move out. I could do this. And then I remember because one of my exes, she went to UCLA, and uh, I was like, all right, this is my chance to move out. I'm gonna move down to San Diego and do my thing down there. I just did that. I went to school for a bit, and uh, was working as well. And I worked full time at Starbucks while trying to pay. I think it was like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars in rent every week. Not every week, sorry, every every month. And uh, you get paid every other week at Starbucks. And like, I didn't, I don't think I ever looked at my checks because I did direct deposit. But then I found out how much my checks were, and it was like maybe maybe eight hundred dollars, something like that. But I would eat out a lot, you know, Dang. take take her out on dates and stuff like that, and. Ruben and or not Ruben, uh, Ryan Stacia, we would eat out too. You know, just kind of. There's always something to eat in San Diego. There's always something. Yeah. There's never not a spot that's not new. But uh, I remember one time we were traveling back up north, me, me and the ex. And uh, at one point, I was uh, getting gas, but I put my card in there to get some gas, and it was like uh, no funds. <laughs> but I was like, why is it not? pouring any gas i looked online <laughs> looked at my chase app and i was like zero dollars <laughs> but i started i started crying <laughs> how, how was, old were you at this time man i was like 23 dang but that just shows you like i mean your parents take care of you and it's like you don't go through as many hardships you know as other kids do you just have no concept of of certain things okay hold on though we gotta talk about what kind of cry it was because Guys cried differently. Was it like a like a sob, like oh, or like this, like a mad like? Man, I, I can't believe I had a money in there. <laughs> nah, man, it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. It was just like it was a soft cry. It's like, man, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> so like, wait, I don't understand, dude. You just went never checking your account and just and just did stuff. Money's infinite, bro. <laughs> 
Because that was like, I remember dad used, gave me the Amex, and that's how I pay for my gas and other things. Mm -hmm. Like, so I guess I just, I'm basically Hillary Banks, you know, <laughs> living off of daddy's credit cards. So I had no concept. Like when I started using my own, my own money, he's like, you can't use my gas card down there anymore. So I was like, all right, I got my money. I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> use mine right up, bro. Yeah, but then she's like, like Max, like it's all right. I'll pay for it. I, I got you. <laughs> well, that's the point you never want to get to. It's uh -huh. like where you're crying in front of them, like I have no money. <laughs> that's where they're like, man, it's like a little kid I'm dealing with. And did you? So did you fix it from that point though? On oh yeah, oh. yeah I always make sure there's at least like two thousand dollars in there. Yeah, at all times, <clears throat> like just never know. Like that's just in checkings. Like I, I always get that little little itch in me if it gets under there i get kind of scared i'm like oh man <laughs> yeah i think financially um when, when i first started working dude like i bought a pair of shoes literally every week i would get my check i don't remember what my check was but somehow i could afford a hundred dollar pair of shoes oh, every week so i spent four hundred dollars a month probably the first like when i was 19 to 20 like so i had so one pair of shoes for every week because I bought one for a year straight. I had like 50, 60 pairs of shoes. And um, I don't know. I just blew money like like nothing. What is that? That's like $5,200. I know sneakerheads these days pay pay way more than that. Oh, man. You should hear uh, Justin and Eric pay for shoes. For one pair? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's insane. Yes. I'm, I, like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it's cool. Like, every shoe thing. I like Vans. Like, I'll get a different pair of Vans in one song, but that's like tops 92 bucks or something like that yeah really but nice. if you go there on there um you buy one get one half off then yeah it's, it's 90 cheap. for two pairs but you look at jordan's <clears throat> and you're like oh i want the original jordan ones whatever yeah. i mean that runs you like i have no concept of it maybe sixteen thousand dollars for that <laughs> no not that much but oh original jordan ones. Oh, originals yeah come on uh, you can't just wake up one day and want those though oh you gotta you gotta outbid people so it's probably way more than 16 it's probably like I think any Jordan's baseline is like 200 bucks. Like, yeah. I don't think you can get it for less than that. That's just the ones off the shelf. Yeah. And then the ones like, I think Eric, he goes onto a website and, and orders it. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure I saw one like 1600 on there. Mm. I don't know. Let me just I think on that website, that's where I saw it. My mother-in-law used to be a, um, a property manager for an apartment and one of their tenants couldn't pay rent. Yeah. So they, you know, they pretty much lock him out of their, their apartment and kick him out. Well, he kept saying, Hey, I'm gonna come back. You know, if I pay my rent, can I get my stuff? And she was like, yeah, you can, you can get it or whatever, but he never paid it. So everything in the apartment they had to do something with, well, he was a, a sneakerhead and he had like 30 pairs of Jordans, I want to say. Yeah. And so she saved them all and they were like size, my size, they were like size of 10, 10 and a half and 11. So she gave all of the, the pairs to me. Man, and I was like, "Oh, wow! Like this is a come up." The problem was is that they're Nikes. My foot's too wide, so I can't fit any of them. Yeah, and um, also when I put them on, I just like I'm just not I'm just not this person. Like I put them on, I was like, "Ah, eh, yeah, I, I don't like it." So uh, I worked at a place with a bunch of other people that were about the same shoe size. So I used them as incentives. So I was like, "Hey, if you do good on your work, I, I'll give you this pair of Jordans." I don't know what I I didn't check the price on them, any of them, because. I didn't want to be like bound to like, oh, now I have to eBay them for this much. I didn't yeah. want to deal with that. I just wanted to like do better at my job by giving them an incentive to do it. Yeah. And I ended up giving 
um, most of them away. I still have one pair. Uh, they're, I think the 2022s, 20, because they're the only ones that I that I felt like look good on my foot feet still, but they still don't. Hey, they, bro, you don't wear those. Still don't put them on the shelf. Oh yeah, just oh yeah, I'll put them up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put them up on the wall. Uh, but yeah, like I I, did, I gave them away. So financially, that wasn't necessarily the best thing financially, but it made me look better to my my bosses and it raised the performance of the office. But like I don't know. I, looking back at it, if I looked them up right now, what they were, because I remember what they looked like. Man, uh, you probably have a good chunk of change on your hand. Yeah, I, I was, it was at least minimum, you know, ten grand worth of shoes. Yeah, but. That's crazy to me. I was making a lot of money at that time. I didn't care. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess you wouldn't. You'd be like, eh, shoes. If you're not a real sneakerhead, then it's not like a big deal. I think actually every house that I bought was like a, at the time, like a poor, poor business decision. Like the very first time I bought a house, I was making ten dollars an hour, and uh, I bought a house, and it was like, oh, this is about the date how old I am. But the house was a 2,400 square foot house, and I bought it for $150,000 in in Georgia. Yeah. So like, I mean, you could afford it, $10 an hour. Yeah, but you made money back on it, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know how long you threw three or four years. I think we ended up short selling it or something like that because uh, we moved and we were renting it to somebody before we left. Yeah. But uh, they had stopped pay- paying rent, so we had to to uh, just get rid of it so we just yeah. got rid of it for whatever we owed um, and didn't make a profit off it at all that's what i'm saying it was was a it was a bad di- business decision and, and bad money wise to uh, rent it out to someone with them knowing we were out of town and we didn't have a property manager so oh we did we did have a property manager mm-hmm. but he didn't do t- he wasn't able to do too much and then the second house that we bought um we were in we were like not financially in the financial place to to be we shouldn't have been buying a house like we were too much in debt to buy a house mm-hmm. somehow we still got a loan and bought it but the great part about that that one was like yeah we shouldn't have bought it but by the time we did sell it it was a double in price so yeah. uh, we literally got paid to to buy it so yeah it worked it worked out uh, sometimes you know financial decisions uh, most of them are can be bad in in, in terms of investment but housing almost always works out. Um, it's a it's a way to always make money because people have to live pl- places, so mm-hmm. it's always something that's in demand. <clears throat> yeah, like those stupid NFT things. You know, people were buying those things for like a million dollars, and now the same. It's goofy, man. Yeah, I was like, it never appeared to me. Like I was just, I would look at it and be like, I wouldn't pay that for that. And then people would try to explain, like, no, you don't understand. Like, you get this with that, it can do this, and I'm like. Uh, it doesn't help me. And no, I, I just I just remember like some of my favorite people would just be promoting NFTs, and I was just like, "Why? Why are you, why are you doing this?" They said, "This is a big next thing." Where are they at? Yeah, Where are they at? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that they were going to be like, you know, how there's always those things that like, oh, that's dumb. But I think it's the hype thing though. That, that, that's why you think like, oh, this this is this may be the good thing. Yeah, because everyone goes that direction. Well, because sometimes there are things that you miss out on, like. I think um, Magic Johnson, uh, what they offered him at Nike, they offered him like it was like some shares at Nike or whatever it was. It, I don't remember how much it was, but then Converse they just offers offered him more money, 
Like mm-hmm. we just give you actual money. So he took the Converse deal. But if he had just taken the shares from Nike today, it would have been like six billion dollars or something like that. Yeah. But it was like nothing that then it was worth like, you know, maybe fifty grand back then. But today, that's that's what it's worth. So, I mean, you you, you don't know, know what you don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you got to be able to look at some, and it has to make sense to you though. Yeah, I remember when I used to flip um, flip things on eBay, like when the the consoles used to come out. I used to buy as many of them as I could, and I used to flip those things. Yeah. You know, I used to, every one of my, like, my intentional side hustles have always been, like, very minimal. Like, I made money, but it was, like, very, like, minimal. And then everything else that I've actually put a lot of time in, and, like, it takes a long time to grow and a long time to build and a lot of work. Yeah. Those are the things that have been more lucrative. But the quick grab has always been exactly what that is. It's just a, you just make a quick money and it as long as it's out of your hands and you got got a little money, you know, that's so the thing with those. So much work. It's too much work for what you get. Yeah. But if you need the money, you need the money. I remember trying to do eBay flipping. Didn't work out for me. I had no concept of what was happening. <laughs> what I was, was like, it? oh, yeah, I'll get this and I'll sell. I mean, I did pretty good. I remember Gary Vaynerchuk said to do the uh, garage selling stuff, mm-hmm. flip it on eBay. I did pretty good with that. But like when I first started doing it, I was like, how do you use eBay? <laughs> I had no idea. Stacia had to show me. Yeah, eBay, man, they, they they take so much of your money though. Like, it's it's not even worth it. I remember I, um, I bought a DJI drone, and it had like these safety features on it. You know, it won't run into a wall. So it was the Mavic Two. It was the, it was the first one that had like all these safety features. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to show somebody that hey, I can press as fast as I want into this wall, and it's not gonna it's not gonna run into it. Yeah. Uh, but my idiot itself had the safety feature turned off. So I'm like showing it to him and I just, it's just going 40 miles an hour. Just bam, hit the wall and then drops to the ground. And dude, if I tell you, um, if you've ever had your heart sink into your shoes when you do something wrong, like, man, I, I just, uh, it was the worst. <laughs> so it was broken, but it didn't really break. Only the only thing that broke was the gimbal. So the camera didn't work, but everything else on it worked, the GPS, the, the flight and all that. And so I sell it on eBay and uh, they took so much, they took so much money from me and they ended up uh, making that they made the guy send it back to me because they said that he didn't realize it was broken, but I sent pictures with it like full on broken. And I said in the description, Hey, broken. So I did it again. I sold it again because I was like, what am I going to do with this? I said, sold sell for parts. So I, I sold it to another guy, which I think he bought it and didn't know it was broken too. But he didn't change his address in, in eBay. So it went to his old address. Yeah. And so now it was on him. Like he couldn't get it because someone else got it. And I was like, yes, like <laughs> it sold. And I, I don't have to worry money. about it anymore. I got my money. Yeah. But I didn't. And, I, and it was like $1,200 drone. I sold it for 800 So I wasn't like I was I was getting over on anybody. I was selling them it for parts. All they had to do was change the gimbal, yeah. which I think was 150 bucks. So anyways, financially. Drones have never done it for me. Like I use them for shots every once in a while, but I never get my money's worth out of what I spend. This is extra. Yeah, I mean they're cool, they're fun to fly, but unless you're an actual filmmaker, don't get a drone. Yeah, I wouldn't use it. I'm a filmmaker, and I still don't use it enough. So, it's the stories, man. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, guys, and listening to our stories of us being just dumb financially and just being, you know, dumb kids. I'm sure there's a ton of other stuff that we've done that's even worse. I mean, I didn't even talk about the time that I, um, why I hurt my back. Like, I hurt my back trying to move a move a vehicle. Um, I 
deadlifting it basically. Anyways, that's the story for another day. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. You'll see us again. <laughs> Peace. Peace.